up, everybody? This is Ina from Indigenous Cats, and you're listening to a Step Off Magazine production, y'all. Internets. Welcome to another episode of Step Off Radio, the official podcast of Step Off Magazine. Yo, happy November, everybody. It's hard to believe that we're already almost at the end of the year. I don't know about you guys, but 2022 has simply just been a blur for me. Uh, maybe not on the podcast side of things, but as some of you might already know, we have a brand new podcast series that will be airing in January called Las Aguas Podcast, hosted by the lovely Madre Desmadrosa and Nena Thrifted. We got a wonderful write-up on both of them over on the website where you can read a little bit about their backstory, what they hope to talk about on the podcast, and the guests that they want to bring on the show. All of that and more is coming in January internet, so remember to tune into the podcast, which will be airing here on Step Off Radio. With that said, though, we got a wonderful show lined up for y'all today. Our guest on Step Off Radio needs no introduction. We have a returning guest on the show here today. She's an MC, she's a vocalist, and she's one half of the duo Indigenous Cats. Yes, indeed, of course, I am talking about the one and only Ina returning to the show. As all of you know, for the past several years, Ina and Complex have been making the rounds in the underground hip-hop scenes of Los Angeles, performing together as Indigenous Cats. Well, today, Ina came on the show to talk about her solo debut, The Ina Project. It's a seven-track EP that utilizes all that classic boom-bap and sulfur production that the Southern California MC has made a name for herself, both singing and rapping over. We had Ina come on the show today to discuss her brand new project, uh, how this EP pushed her to step in the new water sonically, how it has pushed her to grow, and how it puts on full display that she is more than capable of holding her own outside of indigenous cats. Likewise, we also got to discuss future upcoming projects and what the future holds for Ina and indigenous cats in the upcoming year. So with that said, internets, we are proud to present to y'all our conversation with the one and only Ina of Indigenous Cats. All right, internets, welcome to another episode of Step Off Radio, the official podcast of Step Off Magazine. We got another lovely guest on the show today, a return guest, I might add. We have the one and only Ina from Indigenous Cats, but today Ina's not here to be representing the crew. She is here for her very 
own debut solo project. What's up, Ina? Welcome back to the podcast. Yes, what's up? What's up, everybody? Nice to be back, you know? <laughs> no doubt. So, you know, I know we kind of did this before, you know, but just in case we got some new listeners on the way, you know, for our listeners that may not be familiar with you, tell us a little bit about yourself. What's your name, where you're from, and what is it that you do? Okay, so my name is Ina. Um, I am a singer, uh, MC, creator, all that good stuff, and... Um, based out in, in Los Angeles County. No doubt, no doubt. Tell us a little bit about your early years. Did you grow up in a musical household? Also, you know, what kind of music was being played when you were growing up? Like, what was what was being played on the radio? What was being played, you know, when you were cleaning the house and stuff like that? What was it like? Hmm, so, I grew up, you know, surrounded by my sisters who had really good flavor of music. So from an early age, I think around um, like in junior high school, I was introduced to like Jay Dilla, uh, a lot of people from Rhyme Sayers, honestly, like MERS, Atmosphere, The Grouch. Um, but two artists that I could say like really kind of was on like my cleaning playlist and, you know, was Badu and Lauren Hill. It's like I'm stating the obvious, but like I'm, I'm just, that's just how it was like, that's just the truth. <laughs> yeah, they're the queens. No doubt. So you said, like, people that put you on this music were your older sisters, right? Yeah, for sure. For sure. They definitely, um, one of my older sisters really got me into the underground hip-hop, like, the talking about what's really going on, um, the pain, um, very poetic music, so that. That yeah, that's that's what like intrigued me, right? It was just like the depth of that music. But before, you know, growing up, there was like Usher, right, <laughs> <laughs> playing on the radio. Um, so yeah, it's it's very different, honestly. It's all good music, but like this underground hip hop is like where where my heart's at. So. Yeah, a trend that we see a lot on this show is that there is some kind of family member, an older family member, be it like an older cousin or like an older brother or sister that normally puts somebody on this um, this trajectory, whether it's like older hip-hop, you know, like if it's some of us, you know, who are growing up in the 90s, we had like older cousins or siblings putting us up on this. Sometimes for like uh, younger people, you know, like relatives were like showing them stuff on the internet, you know, like was there, is there a big gap between your siblings? Like were they like, did they kind of like listen to this stuff when they were younger and then kind of vicariously they put you on it? Like how was, kind of break down that process and that experience growing up? So the one sister, her name's Amber, shout out to Amber, my sister. <laughs> um, she's the one who really got me into underground hip hop. Um, and she, you know what, no, she grew up listening. First she was a punk, punk, straight up punk. Um, I remember being like seven years old and our house would be crowded with punks, like guys with like these uh, tall ass mohawks wearing fucking the tightest jeans, you know, and, and she, she was a like, short little skirt, right, with like uh, some, you know, 
some rock or some cut up shirt. She was she was a straight up punk for sure. Um, but I don't know when she started listening to underground hip hop. I just remember, uh, I just remember it like bumping in her room, you know, <laughs> and me being like, oh, what is this? So, so she went through a lot of phases. Um, she's definitely she doesn't really listen to underground too much anymore. I don't think. Um, I kind of definitely took that baton, and I've been holding it strong, so. Yeah, needless to say, it stuck with you, and, like, how old were you? You hear this music, and it's like, oh, like, like, this is my jam, like, this is my shit, like, this is the music, like, I've been waiting to hear, like, my entire life. Hmm. Man, I, I was young, I was, I think it was even before junior high, like, I think in our last interview, I told you an atmosphere track I listened to when I was young, um, I think I was still in elementary school. I'm 25, so I'm pretty young. <laughs> <laughs> um, but you know what? Okay, so I kind of did drift off in, in high school. I listened to I listened to more than just hip hop. That's for sure. I listened to like um, uh, I don't know if you know Toki Monster. No, it's 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 very it's like ambient. It's kind of like trip hop in a way. Um, it's very like uh, melodic, um, so I, I I did have like some days where I wanted to listen to like some hip hop at school, walking to classes, right? And then some days where I just wanted to feel that that woman voice, and so um, like and another band was like Maiden Heights. Um, maybe one of the listeners might know them, <laughs> but yeah. So, but then. I remember I had such, I went through like such a dark phase after high school, like a really dark part of my time, part of my life. I got into a really bad accident and it just, it just kind of spiraled down and I just remember craving like that hip hop, right? It like, I, I was craving it because I was surrounded by people that weren't really into, into underground hip hop and I just remember being done with like circle just you know the people I uh, was surrounding myself with it wasn't it wasn't healthy um so yeah I just remember craving it and then I met complex well I've known him for a long time eight years but then we started really hanging out and it, it like birthed itself again within me and it um yeah so it's it's been a long process I guess That said, you know, like I like how you you brought up, you know, like it's it's not just hip hop. You pull from a variety of these different artists across multiple genres, and of, of course, the two that you brought up are Erica Badu and Lauren Hill, which I think that anyone who listens to your music can definitely draw the the line of influence there with your uh, with your For music. Sure. Wanted to ask, you know, like before before MC, before you were rapping, you know, like did you have any uh, classical training, singing, or did you ever sing in school or do anything like that prior? No. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I've taken three months of uh, vocal classes, which was really, really cool. You know, every, after every class, I felt like a, like 
because we're doing so much breath work, you know, with uh, our voices, and you just feel so great. And so I, COVID happened, and it, I just kind of lost contact with uh, this lady. Um, but I, I still do uh, what she taught me, and it's helped a lot. But no, um, in, in school, no, I, I didn't, I didn't have no, no training, no nothing like that. You know what, though, I, I do listen to my voice back when I was younger and it, it, it's definitely improved you know so I think just working at your just putting time into singing it really helped you know well like they say they say your uh, your voice is like a muscle and the more you use it like the more range you have and the more control you have over it so it's true yeah yeah <laughs> So, like, um, with that said, you know, I, I wanted to ask you, you know, like, tell us a little bit about your experience, like, growing up in, in L.A. And I kind of want you to paint a picture, you know, growing up your, in your neighborhood. I think um, maybe more so than any other genre, hip-hop artists always uh, pull from their environment, their neighborhood, the family they're around, the friends that they grow up with. It's something that uh, always seems to come up in the music. And... I wanted to ask you that because when one listens to your music, whether it's with Complex as Indigenous Cats or if it's your own solo music, there's very much like this very East Coast boom bap kind of vibe to it. So, um, you know, I kind of wanted to ask, you know, like kind of tell us a little bit about, you know, growing up in L.A. And then tell us how that influence with your music, how that kind of plays in. So growing up, I, I, I was raised by my grandma and my dad, right, for the first six years of my life. And then my mom just wanted, uh, out of nowhere, she wanted all of her girls back. And we all lived separately. I lived with my sister and then my two other sisters were separated. And so she fought for us, got custody. Which I think it turned out great because I think in, in, the, in, the, in the long run, if we really built a bond, um, but it was hard. It was hard. We grew up in a house with, uh, my mom was working full time, never really home. And then my stepdad was always home, right? He's older. He's like 18 years older than my mom, but he was very, very, uh, verbally abusive for sure. And it like, there's so much going on and all of us sisters, we were really rebellious. So I always, uh, wanting to, you know, get away from that. Um, so and just, just at a young age, seeing my sisters, they were really wild. And I think me being a younger uh, observer, it, it helped. It helped. I, I definitely learned, like, what's a good limit for me, you know? Just from watching them go through a lot. And so, you know, um, but living in Los Angeles has been nice. Um, it's definitely been nice for music, and I think um, I pull a lot of that. Just my style from like family uh, situations, family, or even just trauma in general. Um, so, and then just I I never I never really liked authority. Like, especially having such a heavy authority in our household mm -hmm. that was like, a, he's a dictator, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> so, like, oh, like, I think from a young age, I was very rebellious. Um, 
but I never, you know, I was very also respectful too. I'm more of the quiet one in my family for sure. Um, but I will, I will stand up for myself and use my voice. So yeah. So you know what though? It's all love. At the end of the day, I got a lot of love for my stepdad. I, I, as you get older, you realize like that person is just, you know, gone through whatever he's gone through, and you know. I just have a big heart, maybe that's what it is. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, the empath yeah. of the family. For sure, yeah. Yeah, thank you. Thank you so much for sharing that and uh, your upbringing. Experiences like that most definitely play a part in artists' music, particularly your artistry as well. You know, one thing I wanted to ask about, I guess this kind of goes like into like your um, your preference for production, is when uh, when people listen to like, when people think of Los Angeles, you know, I think from a certain era, they think like, you know, Snoop and Dre and like Warren G or or maybe younger cats these days, they probably think of like Nipsey Hussle and Kendrick Lamar and like uh, Dom Kennedy, like people from uh, like those kind of artists, you know, are the, are the representatives that come to mind a lot when people think of L.A. But uh, when you listen to your music, when you listen to like the music you make with Complex's Indigenous Cats, like um, that, that's a very specific sound, a very East Coast, very 90s sound and I kind of want to wonder you know like how is it that you um how did you gravitate towards that music and find that like hey like this is like my sweet spot this is where I'm comfortable and this is where like I feel myself and I can shine you know what it's just the music like I, I we I listen to I did an intention I think young being young listening to these um east coast artists I didn't know at the time that all <laughs> they were all from the east coast right and i really wasn't i i know there's some songs of snoop dogg and you know nipsey that i listen to but um overall preference uh rest in peace nipsey by the way for sure yeah i just gotta say that um but overall preference i've always i've always preferred like that uh really raw sound uh, I grew up listening to Fuji's too, and mm. like, you know what I mean. Like they were just like wow to me. <laughs> <laughs> they were they were like, they were yeah. So there's so much flavor. Uh, you got the singer, you got the funky sounds. Digable uh, planets, man. Mm. Yeah, so. And it's funny though because I only listen to like a couple songs of Diggable Planets, right? And for the past year, we've been calm and I've been getting, oh, you guys sound just like Diggable Planets, or you guys remind me of Diggable Planets from all different types of people. Like, I remember I showed my coworkers, and her, she showed her husband, and her husband's, you know, just like a. a I, he, you know, you, he, I don't think he listens to hip-hop, but he was like, oh, they're many different plants. <laughs> <laughs> so, but, um, but then I, 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 I started listening to them 
so I was like, wait, let me hear from myself. Be the chocolate tax on my raps. She innovates at the sweet of cat naps. He at the funk club with the vibrate. Them, they be crazy down with the five me. It can't kick a plan, then a crowd burst. Me, I be digging it with the bug first. Us, we be freaking till dawn, peace and I. He gets a stranger smile, so I say hi. Who understood? Yeah, understood the plans. Him, heard of it, and put it to his hands. What I just flip, let borders get loose. How to consume all the beaches like juice. If it's the shit, we'll lift it off the plastic. The babes will go spastic. Hip hop is a classic. Pimp play a shop, it don't matter. I'm fatter. Ask butter how I zone. Man, Cleopatra Jones. And I'm chill like that. 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 I'm chill. It's definitely like the same vibe. That male presence, that female presence, duo, very, uh, very chill, but like strong. Yeah, so it's definitely a vibe. Yeah, that cool like that vibe. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm cool like (laughs) Like that. that. I'm cool cool like like that. that. (laughs) (laughs) Yo, but yo, but that that duality though, you kind of lead me into this next question is, um, you know, musically, you know, you're very much. A chameleon you know your music reflects that and you you switch between this role as a vocalist as a singer and then also as an MC and that's something that is very much captured in the music of diggable planets or I think you, like you said before you know they probably the most uh, prominent example is the Fugees you know because you have someone like Lauren Hill that could be on a song like uh, killing me softly or um, if I ruled the world but then could also be on songs like mask or you know or uh, 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 black for cowboys sure. for sure and you know what I think with this project that I'm releasing um, you get to hear the it's so different from indigenous cat like <laughs> it's just it's so there's so much singing there's a lot of deep songs and a lot of deep content but then when so i you know what i was a little nervous this project i've been working on for three years now almost three years so it's it's around the time when i started really really dabbling with emceeing um so it, it has a lot of old Nina, old dina and, and some new and then when you get the indigenous cats project you're really going to see like a like different vibes for sure <laughs> <laughs> yo, definitely definitely different yo definitely so here like actually i want i want to rewind a sec i want to take a little step back on this so yeah, sure. um, let's talk a little bit about the project oh, the ina project yeah. because i was like shit i don't know what to call it and <laughs> i was like i've been calling it the ina project for the past year or so and and I was like, you know what? Let's just let's just call it that. It's it's organic. It's just natural, and um, it's kind of like it's the beginning of it's like it's like an experimental album or EP for sure. Definitely experimenting. Let's take it from the beginning. So, like the the oldest tracks on this album date back to three years. Almost three years. Almost three years. So I was yeah. When you set out for this, was this did this begin its life as like you knew that you wanted these songs to be like on an individual solo project, or is this more kind of like a collection of songs 
and over the years like you've decided to like compile them into this project now I think after the second song or the third song I was like you know what I want to start I want to you know I kind of I want to do my own my own thing um on the side of indigenous cats because um, common I like indigenous cats it has this certain raw vibe but then I also have like a and I have a I, and I want to release singing songs and he's he's you know he's like very lyrical and so there's some uh productions that we just don't um fit together on mm-hmm. and so I think that's kind of what we were like ooh, so we could do our own solo too and it, it's just overall um beneficial for for all of us so yeah like um i actually wanted to ask you that because like when we had plex on the show back in may and we were talking about his solo album um it was it was again very much like it was, it was a it was a very different project than say like an indigenous cats project when you two are on tape with together you know you are just like this force of two that you kind of you push and pull one another. So, like, I kind of wanted to ask you, paint a picture for the listeners, because because as of this recording, the album hasn't dropped yet. It'll have dropped by the time this comes out. But kind of paint a picture, you know, what sets this solo project apart from, say, like, an Indigenous Cats project? Mm, it's very feminine. I don't know. It's just like this. It's just, a like, a beautiful, feminine... Uh, garden with i don't know it's just this that's literally what i feel when listening to it it's just it's just very um it's very beautiful and of course of course i'm just like i'm i'm also kind of shy because it's all it's some of my older works right but when i listen to it as a whole like the whole album through i'm like okay this it, it has like this certain femininity to it and mm. It's cool, yeah. But I, I, I still have some songs where I'm spitting in them, and um, it's very earthy too. I feel like when I listen, it's kind of grounding. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, what's in, whatever is you know in my heart, I I try to I try to articulate that the best I can. So on this album. Um... Was there like a vision? Was there like a cohesive sound that you were going for? Or was this kind of like a, a collection of like, well, I, I like this song and I like that song and I kind of want to bring a variety of different sounds together on this? You know what? When I first started, I was like, what the fuck is all this different <laughs> sounds? I was like, is this even going to go together? And um, so it was definitely the last one you explained. It was kind of just like music that I've been working on. And I was like, maybe this, you know, let's add this, let's add that, let's add that. And, um, I did, I, 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 I was planning on making it longer, but I wanted to take some songs out because it, it just didn't really fit. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I'm, I plan on releasing those as like singles, uh, after, um, so, so yeah, I kind of made the, I, I recorded some songs and then I listened to it all together and then kind of created that, this vibe, the inner project, so. Most definitely. How many tracks are on this album? 
this one is it's, it's actually an EP. It's it's a uh, it's a, it's nice, short and sweet. Um, it was originally ten, but now it's seven. Gotcha. So, uh -huh. so yeah, like you said, uh, short, sweet, and to the point. Yeah, yeah. I wanted to make it. Um, I, I I wanted so as an artist sometimes when or as anything like a anything you do sometimes when you go back. You want to be a hundred percent on on what you put out, and you don't want to go back and listen to a song and have any feelings like, "Oh, I wish I like did that different." Or you don't want to like cringe, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So I think in, in that moment, I really had to decide: should I release it, or and then or does it need a little more work? And but that's just my own. So I did put some thought into it. So yeah. Most definitely. Kind of like with that said, um, you know, like you, you say like as an artist, you want to make sure that everything is on point, that everything sounds good. And also that like it, that you're coming correct for yourself and you're, yourself, uh -huh. and you're expressing all these different um, feelings and elements and sounds. And I want to ask you, you know, from your perspective, you know, what makes you different from other MCs in the underground right now? Because I mean, Regardless of, of, you know, of like how self-critical you might be on a specific song, you know, like you are a very unique MC. There's not a lot of other, there's not a lot of other cats that do what you do. Yeah, I don't, I don't, honestly, I, that question is challenging for me because it's like, how am I different from, everyone's different. Everyone's got their own unique flair to themselves and how they are, how they say stuff, how they talk, how they you know, do things, um, I guess, but you know what, um, I guess if I had to answer that question, I feel like I, I want to make music that I would listen to, and what I would listen to growing up was like that 90s influence, right, and some, there's a, there's a there's a lot of artists bringing that back, which it's it's really really cool being surrounded by so so many like-minded individuals. Um, but I'm not really into like the the trendy music, so I guess that's like that can make me different, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> as far as sound, yeah, I, I I'm just um trying to trying to bring back a. A certain vibe most definitely and I, I guess I kind of have a two-part for this next question I was gonna ask you know at the end of the day uh, what do you enjoy more do you enjoy emceeing or singing more and what is more present on this album or is it or is it a pretty good balance of both so it's definitely more singing on this project for sure because um, but I've only been emceeing, like, really, really digging deep within myself and finding a sound that, you know, I feel confident about for the past two years, maybe one year, doing, like, seeing improvement. So this project has definitely more singing influence just because it's just what I knew best. Um, but at the end of the day, 
I fucking love to spit like my writings, you know, and and just get in that vibe. And I love performing. I love emceeing and performing. It's just like this. It feels very much alive. Um, but I love singing live too, you know, like on the mic when you sing into that microphone and it sounds just, the sounds good and it's just, it's a cool feeling. And when I come home from work uh, or after a long day, singing is really nice. I, earlier today, I was kind of like having a, a hectic morning, right? And I was by myself all day. And then I realized I was like, oh my gosh, I'm just swimming in my thoughts right now. And, and then I just started singing in the car and I was just like, nice to hear my voice it's it's been i've been quiet you know doing stuff and it's just like wow i I haven't even opened up my voice in a while (laughs) (laughs) so it's honestly it's it's pretty equal um it's it's pretty equal for sure most definitely and um you know i wanted to ask also like when you uh when you put words to paper and when you're uh, when you're writing your songs, what normally comes first? Do you normally harmonize and do the singing part first, or do you come up or do you do the do do the rhymes first and then do the singing? Oh, I for sure do the singing first. Like like if it's a beat, then I could um, unless it unless it's just like a beat that you know has no space for a hook, like a singing hook or nothing. Then then you know, gotta start gotta start formulating something else but most of the time most of the most of the time um definitely coming up with a a melody for sure coming up with the melody getting some inspiration from from that for sure no doubt Mm -hmm. so you know the ina project this is your it's it's in a sense, you know, your solo debut to the world, you know, this is your first project just on your own. And I wanted to ask, would you hope that audiences will take away from this solo project and, you know, how does it differentiate itself, I guess, at the end of the day? Or how would you like it to stand apart as your own, as your own catalog? Mm, um, well, I, I hope people like it, you know, and I hope people, um, really listen to the project full through or you know from start to finish i think that's a really good experience so yeah and, and then what was your other part sorry rob i was gonna say uh, like how does uh how, how does this project i guess like stand out from anything else that you've that you've done before hmm. it's uh let's see it's you know what it's just it's just um with the indigenous cats we did traveling souls mixtape right and that was um that there was it was such a potent message in that little mixtape um each song is it, it holds a special place in my heart for sure um but with this project it's i guess i'm talking more about like my family um i i guess it's just highlighting like that soulful R&B vibe for sure most definitely definitely looking forward to, to hearing it when it drops and listening to the all the way through yeah it's di- you know it's different from like your normal uh like you know what like 
I know when people see me perform and then they hear that I have a project coming, they're going to expect like me MCing for sure. That'd be dope. And it's coming soon. But this is, this is, this is a different taste. So it's going to be kind of something different than if you see me live performing with indigenous cats for sure. Definitely. It's going to bring that soulful side out. Yeah. Yeah. Most definitely. A little more melodic and slower, um, catchy. Okay. So for this next question, I wanted to ask, kind of get on some contemporary, um, contemporary questions. I want to what are your thoughts on the current state of representation for women and uh, and femme presenting people in hip hop? Although there are uh, more big name hip hop artists that are women than ever before, the genre is still in many regards dominated by men and the genre has a long history of misogyny and degradation of women that has been tough to shake. And um, I want to ask you, what has been your experience as a female hip hop artist in this regard? You know, um, I just like to say, yeah, man, there's such like an Im- imbalance in the female representation in hip hop. Like you go on the internet, YouTube, whatever, and you look up, um, you know, top 10, top, you know, top 20, top 15. Very rarely there'll be a woman representation. The rest is all men. And so sometimes, you know, one or two, but I think it's, 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 it's coming back. The women are speaking up and they're stepping into their power because I feel like uh, it's needed in, in hip hop. Uh, I crave a woman's voice for sure. And I think when I hear women um, in hip hop, it, it inspires me. So I think it's important for us to to kind of hold our space, right? Because we can inspire those a younger generation, um, to, you know, and show them, show them that you can do something that men can do, and you can be very successful and um, and thrive, right? Like uh, you look at Sarah, she's she's doing her thing because she's just a beast. <laughs> she's a beast, and she's so inspiring. Powerful presence for sure. The thing is, is that like, unfortunately, it's something that's present on all levels of the genre, whether it's, you know, mainstream and then like, even if you go, to, you go to the underground shows, I mean, like, it's like 80% dudes, you know, <laughs> at these shows, you know, and um, even in the underground scene, you know, it, I, I think that the, the it's a tough thing, the shake for the genre and um you know, I kind of wanted to ask, you know, like, what is, uh, what has your personal experience been as a female hip hop artist? So my own experiences, right? Yeah. I want to say, you know, like, what have you, what have your experiences as a performer, like, have they been, have they been overwhelmingly positive? You know, have, have there been negative experiences, whether it's from other artists or like the fandom? Mm, honestly, I've had, uh, I feel like I've I've gotten so much love, even from when I first started. It's a trip now. Thinking back, honestly, I've, it's it's people have a lot of. There's some good people out there for sure, and uh, all the supporters that have supported me from a long time ago, man. It's just much love to them because 
I feel like that's kind of, you know, after a performance, you don't know how the hell you, how, how the hell you did, right? Mm-hmm. And then you get those really nice other, other women, and they're just amp, um, pumping you up and um, showing mad love. So honestly, my experience has been, it hasn't been negative. Um, I think, I think people want it. I, people want that female presence. Every time there's a female voice, you know, that takes the mic, everyone, I, I feel like everyone in the room would be like, oh, who's that? You know what I mean? Um, so, yeah. No doubt. I mean, that's a good thing to hear, you know, because it shows that, like, in a certain regard, at least a little bit, things are starting to change in the genre for the better. For sure, yeah. Uh, you know, like I said, I'm pretty young. We didn't grow up, like, back in the day where there was a lot of, there's more, um, like, uh, sexism, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, slowly but surely, you know, things are, so still a lot of work to do, but, you know, things there's are a, changing. Yeah, like, I, like you said, there's a lot of work to do, and we're literally, I'm literally a baby in hip-hop. Like, I'm literally <laughs> just starting, you know what I mean? It's, it's, it's an endless path, for sure, in music, so... Yeah. yeah, no doubt. Moving on to another another hot topic in hip-hop. Many artists, particularly on the mainstream side of things at least, uh, bristle or shy away from you know the labels of like being woke. And like a lot of artists or performers will even get flack from certain circles of society when they speak out on social issues. And as as you guys as artists, as you know, whether it's your solo work or as indigenous cast, you guys do touch on a lot of different topics. And I wanted to ask, you know, do you believe that artists and performers, you know, have a duty to use their platform to speak out against injustice or even just bringing public awareness and enlightenment to the public in general? Um, yeah, you know, at the end of the day, people are going to create what they create. Um, but I, I, I do... I feel whatever you create, it should come from the heart, uh, whether it's, it's something very personal or deep. Um, I'm all for that. And I do, for me, I feel like I do have a responsibility. I don't know. Just, just I think some people uh, just have that, 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 that urge within themselves, right? And if you do, then I think it is your responsibility to speak up and um, and not ignore that. And so, um, music is kind of like a music is a very good way to do that for sure because it's it will it will stay here. It will stay here for future generations, and it's it's it can it could do a lot. Um, growing up listening to music, you don't. I didn't really realize what some artists were really saying until I got a certain age and I was just, my, my life changed after hearing like the depths of their lyrics. So yeah, I think it's, I think it's important yeah. to have a message. Definitely. Or, or you, you hear albums at a different point in your life and they take on different meanings when you're oh, older. For too. sure. <laughs> <laughs> for sure. For sure, I'm, I remember listening to the Lauren Hill uh, Unplugged, uh, and I just remember 
being, I think I was like 15 and I would always skip certain songs and skip them and skip them and skip them and just get to like those like catchy ones. And then I actually heard what she was saying one day and then all the songs I was skipping, those were like my go-to songs. Those ones really feel like really had a big imprint on my healing uh, within, you know, going, being a young woman, uh, like, against trying to rise from all the negativity I was surrounded by, whether it's just like this constant verbal, like, you're not good enough, you you know, that type of talk. So it's very, um, it helped a lot. Yeah, and there's there's definitely songs that they uh, they hit a lot differently at 25 versus like 15, you know, like you... You come, sure. you come with a different set of ears after, you know, some experiences under your belt and years of, of experiencing different yeah. things. For sure. <laughs> um, so with also like with, with that said, like you said, if, uh, if there's something in your heart, if there's something in your soul that compels you to speak, then by all means, you know, you should speak on it. And I wanted to ask, in what way do you aim to make a difference and influence through your music? You know, how do you want to influence change or inspire change within people how do i want to influence change um i i guess just uh staying true to myself and how, how i feel or, or how i feel when i'm like hmm. it's a good question <laughs> <laughs> we always try to ask uh, the best ones here to step off yeah you know i gotta i gotta come prepared because sometimes i'll be in interviews and they just ask deep questions i'm like wow that's a really good question and i'll just i'll just sit and deep thought on the interview <laughs> so but but honestly like uh just uh, just staying true to myself um and staying true to this process of um just being real, um, never faking or copying anyone's style, um, and also incorporating what I want to see uh, in the future for our generations and what I feel like the future generations need to hear. Because this is, it's like the real, I feel like music really taught me. So it's, it's like that true school, right? It's the real school. The school of hip hop, um, and us as artists, it's we're putting out music um, that can change someone's viewpoint, and um, so yeah, I think I think that's a cool way to um, you know inspire change. Yeah, inspire yeah. change. Just, just be true to yourself and um, know what your message is. Sit with it, like, uh, you know, what do you want to put? I think, I think it's smart when you think about, like, the type of music that you want to release and you just don't release music, right? I think it's, there's, like, a certain, I want to say agenda, but I feel like that word is just so... <laughs> 
Ooh, agenda, right? But it, I feel like it should have some sort, like a direction. You want to be intentional um, about it. Intentional, for sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We always want to make sure that there's that there's some kind of intention behind the release. Yes. Yeah. Well, but you like, know what? But I'm also for like. I don't know. It's just like I'm. I'm. I just thought of like MF Doom, and he's just like wild style, right? <laughs> <laughs> Fun and Most monkey. definitely. So like hip hop is hip hop, and it's so versatile. Yeah, you know, you got mad flavors and a million and one different styles that people could come at with. Mm-hmm, yeah, for sure. So, and also on on that note. Um, you know, for, for the past couple of years, you know, you and your partner Complex, you've been making music together as Indigenous Cats, and now, of course, you have the solo project out. And I wanted to ask, you know, how do you see your sound evolving in the next couple of years? Uh, I definitely, now that I have like, um, like my secret weapon of <laughs> no, I'm no, but it, it really does feel like a like a like a weapon weapon that I could just um, use, which is my voice, and also in the art of emceeing. Um, so you're definitely going to see a lot of that in the future. Um, yeah. So. For the next question, what do you believe is the role of social media in the music industry today? And what role does social media contribute to your music? Because Nowadays, as independent artists, you have to don a lot of different hats. You can't just be an artist. In a lot of ways, you have to be the producer. You need to be the A and R. You need to be the the promotional person. You know, booking the shows. You need to be the uh, the fan club president. You know, you have to don a lot of hats at the same time. So, I want to ask, you know, what what do you think is your role in social media music, and how does it play a role in your music specifically? Uh, social media. I, you know what, between Complex and I, I definitely have that, um, I definitely have that touch just because, I don't know, I, I'm, I, I do graphic design, I, um, I draw, so I think social media is, is kind of more lean towards those type of people. Um, although, you know, it's, it's good to take breaks. Like right now, it's like break time for sure off social media, but I think it's, it's, it's a really good outlet for music. If you want to get your music out there, if you want to, um, you know, push and pro- or just push who you are, like show, show the world who you are now that we're all on our phones. Um, so I think it's important. Gotta have a balance for sure. Um, there's definitely some days where I'm like, man, I don't even want to go on social media, but like, I, I know I have to work on our website. I know I got to do all that because I'm watering it. That's how you got to water these, um, got to water yourself. And so that's, there's that one aspect. Then there's watering yourself emotionally, physically, right? Eating the good foods. Um, so it's like, oh, it's, like a whole thing like you said it's a definitely gotta wear all different types of hats yes (laughs) (laughs) so also what can you tell us about uh upcoming projects that you have lined up for the future in 2023 um you know both you and plex released your, your own uh debut solo albums this year 
Um, you know, what does the immediate future hold for both of you, and particularly as indigenous cats? Nah, I don't even know. The future is, is looking, uh, it's just looking like, man, indigenous cats has been a real blessing. It, it, it's just, it, we're, we're, we're like super grateful and also shocked to hear back the songs that we've been making and adding to Indigenous Cats Project because it's just like a, it's a different type of vibe. And it's just, it's kind of surreal. Um, but I'm excited to, we wanted to release it this year, 2022, but realistically, never, never rush mixing and mastering. Like the, it's a really big thing, like mixing, mastering, don't rush it. Right. Mm -hmm. Got to get that sound that you want because this music's going to be out there for ever. <laughs> so, um, realistically you're looking at 2023, but man, when it drops, like, um, it's, 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 it's something that we feel, um, happy about. So we're excited to share that and, um, but there's a, there's a lot of rawness. There's really, there's a deep song that I love. Um, it's talking about um, people that we lost along the way. Um, yeah, so that one's a beautiful one. Because it's, it's, it's like a pretty upbeat project. It kind of has that like uh, piano dark vibes. But then it has like that rawness. And then it also has that one song that's super deep. The hooks are dope. It's just... Um, and we didn't realize how dope it was until I think last month we wrote down all the songs we had and we were like, oh my goodness, this is crazy. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, you know, it's, uh, but like I said, that's, that, um, this is just coming from me. Calm is definitely way more humble and more like, uh, He's just more humble, for sure. <laughs> I, I mean, I'm humble, too, but I'm a little more like, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> right? So, just going to have to wait and see. So, okay. So, 2023 is what we can expect the follow-up for Indigenous Cats. Yes. All right. Close to the end of our questions, I wanted to ask, um, if you had one message to give to your fans, or if you could have your fans remember you by one thing, what would it be? Oh, never be scared. Never be scared uh, to, to get up and do what you got to do, what's in your heart. Um, I feel like growing up, I had like this, this, my heart was just itching for something, earning for something. And I, I didn't believe it though. Like I was just pushed down as far as, uh, or demotivated, right? Or, um, told that I can never do that and but something just kept pushing me and pushing me and although I was like scared to take that um you know take that step into the unknown because it's like a it's a big difference coming from oh you have to get a job and you have to work your whole life to no I can have a job but I don't have to do what you're telling me to do it's it's like a it's it's a big jump jumping from what the world wants or what people around you want from you to what you want. Um, so I just want to say 
follow what's in your heart because um, that's really gonna set you free from that uh, a type of life that is not meant for you or you know it's following your your following your heart is important no doubt and where can people find you and follow you online to see all of your work and get the latest updates for your music? And most importantly, where can people listen to the album when it drops? So it, it is dropping on um, November 11th. I'm dropping a music video uh, and also the project on YouTube. And hopefully it will be on all streaming platforms as well on the 11th, but it will for sure be on YouTube on the 11th. So make sure you check that out. And yeah, Most but it, um, you can find me at Ina of Indigenous Cats on Spotify, um, Indigenous Cats on YouTube, Indigenous Cats, Instagram, and Ina underscore Indigenous Cats instagram so it was a little confusing but basically indigenous cats <laughs> <laughs> so because that's that's where we want to release even our soul musics we want to definitely incorporate indigenous cats because that's it's 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 our baby it's what's <laughs> it's us so most definitely so the album dropping on 11 11 and with that said, do you have any closing comments or anything else you want to let our listeners know about yourself or the upcoming release of your music? No, thank you for listening, and um, I love you all for real. Thank you so much, and um, thank you, Rob, for having me on. It's been a really good interview, and just chopping it up and talking about music. It's Yeah, thank you so much for the opportunity. All right. Well, Ina, thank you again for coming on the show. Internet's Ina of Indigenous Cats. Her album, The Ina Project, drops on 11.11. Get it anywhere you stream your music. And with that said, we out. Peace. Peace, y'all. <laughs> All right, Internet's, that's our show. Once again, big shout out to Ina of Indigenous Cats for once again coming on to share her brand new project, Internet's. You can stream The Ina Project on all streaming platforms out right now. We're going to close out today's show with a little cut from the album. It's called Our Day Will Come. Again, that's the Ina Project, available on all streaming platforms. And with that said, we out. Peace. The well-known two-step. Our day will come, we will never die. Living through what's here with us, what keeps us alive. Even when we want to it's too strong. Bury our body, but our seat will live on. Growing underneath the surface If you understand the love that's truly worth it You would never want to abandon on purpose Rather put yeah. in what is freedom? We call the pawn. Get only partially breathing, physically beating on the strength of the weak. People starving with nothing to eat. Animals roaming the streets of poverty. Living in the world with the riches be dealing the debt. Middle class be pawns on the chest. And the poor survive on the scraps of the left. Bottom of the pyramid. Consumption. Government contains, restraints, detains, evaluates the fun
want to discuss you, we need a radical change within us. Keep rise a beautiful thing. Educating the young, the stuff for material pain. Working way below the minimum wage. They implement to take a percentage of what you make. In other countries earning $3 a day. While the average cost me 50 per gallon of gas. The racist, religious, I witness equal the jealous. You were deficient, the prejudice. Promoting wealthy men are before. Foolishness bigger than the eyes of the small. But we capable of bringing good health to the children of God. The flowers growing underneath the sun. Between the concrete cracks, they can never truly kill us off. Always blooming back, huh? Our day will come, we will never die. Living through our spirit is what keeps us alive. Even when we're gone, our memory's too strong. Bury our body, but our seed will live on. Blind people growing underneath the surface. If you understand the love that's truly worth it, you will never want to abandon our purpose. Rather put it in a secret place to worship. Hey. Last, we still got to do. Jot the thoughts of you. Scheme the plot to move. Yeah, yeah. Not, not shown. Gotta happen. But the average got consuming habits. Listen the heart of his fans, the fans be getting more important Know that I am, can probably count them all in my hands Only trust a few with the little we have It's more than some ever had La gente que pena tiene comida Los que sufren aquí, pues ellos cero una vida bonita Camadito sin prisa, con una sonrisa Disfruta la vida, you share with the reefer Keep it true to this, try not to mess with drugs But if you do, just keep it at a minimum Don't let you like the wrong, discipline the mind And stick to your principles For me these raps like a dead bitch, y'all How to find yours, put the thoughts in them Dolor, algunos en el cuerpo, otros en la mente y el corazón Son tan preciosos los momentos con los que tenemos amor Especially love you have with those that is close Cause one moment they hit, they say you hear they gone This episode of Step Off Radio is recorded at the Justice Center, San Diego, and our music was done by DJ Root. This has been a Step Off Magazine production.